Hello everybody and welcome back to The Way I See It. So this week I am sat, it's sunny outside today and I wanted to um, get this recorded while it was beautiful, light and gorgeous and sunny and rather than miserable rain in the UK. Um, so my name is Lucy Superfox, thanks for coming back to my podcast. I enjoy hearing from you guys, I enjoy hearing what you've got to say about the podcast. But this week I want to talk about fear and shame. Now these are kind of words that get banded around in the personal development community and in reality they are things that have been very real for me and very real quite recently and they're things that I have had to do a lot of work with on my personal growth journey and things I've talked about with my therapist. So when I talk about these things I want you to know that it's up to you to decide whether a coach or a mentor like myself or whether you need a therapist to help work through this stuff. It depends how deep it is and where it comes from. But for me let me just talk you through kind of how I identified that shame was present in my life and how maybe it's been present in your life. So number one I um was in a situation where I had very rapid success in my businesses. And that happened because I rewired my belief system. I did everything I talk about in my budget belief bundle. I was always leveling up and evolving. And I think what then happened is when the pandemic hit, obviously life was not as consistent. And what happened was my business didn't take the upward trajectory that I believed that it should. Now, I don't necessarily mean that anything bad happened to my business because it absolutely did not. And I sit on a very privileged perch here as somebody that scaled before the pandemic to six figures and beyond. So I'm not sat here moaning and complaining, right? I wanna be super clear on that. But I had a concept in my head of where I should be by a certain time period, what should have happened. And then I spent a lot of time thinking about why that wasn't happening. But rather than look at the outside and take practical steps to do what I can, what happened is I internalized all of that. I took on responsibility for everybody else's feelings. I took on responsibility for everyone else's success. I took on responsibility for things that weren't even anything to do with me in a good way too. You know, I stepped up to the plate in certain things, but I did that, I think, to distract myself from this feeling or this knowing that I should be further along. Now, whenever we catch ourselves saying things like should, supposed to, should have, or there's something wrong with me, that is when we're living in shame. If we say I've done something wrong, that's guilt. So guilt is about a specific action you've taken. Shame is about there's something wrong with me. I'm broken. I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy. So what happened was rather than look at my business objectively and say, okay, well, I could have done that better. Let's improve that. Or I did that wrong and go, okay, well, I feel guilty about that. I didn't maybe take the steps I needed to, blah, blah, blah. What I did was just internalize it all as shame and basically blame myself and make out like, you know, there was something wrong with me. And in reality, there's nothing wrong with me, okay? I just decided that that was the best reason to justify why I felt so disempowered and why I didn't feel like I could step into my next level self. Despite the fact that, you know, I've got a great life and I wanna be really clear, you know, I am not sat here moaning and complaining, but I'm actually just trying to be real and explain why I haven't felt as empowered kind of mid 2021, why I felt so lost. And I think it's because I had a concept that, if I wasn't meeting this certain criteria, then I was basically failing. So what shame normally is, is shame is usually because we build up a construct of how we think our life should be. And if we're not there, rather than say things like, oh, okay, right, what steps do I need to take? We internalize that and we blame ourselves and we shame ourselves. Now, the reason we shame ourselves is likely there was somebody in our life in our early years, whether it's a parent, a friend at school, a boyfriend, you know, mine was definitely late teen years boyfriend situation. And if you're in any of my mini bundles of courses, you get access to all the bonus content where I tell you about the story of my love life and the real behind the scenes stuff that I would never tell on a podcast or on social media. So make sure to check that out if you are in those mini bundles and courses. Um, 
digressing digressing but anyway so my and that was definitely came because he was somebody who needed to put me down in order to feel powerful and I just didn't even see this until literally this year and we've been broken up like 10 years so it can happen all the time and any time it can happen when you've put somebody on a pedestal basically and when you put someone on a pedestal if they say something to you about improving something or they say something that disagrees you can often feel like that's them shaming you if you are predisposed to that and so without me knowing I've been predisposed to shame my whole life which is why in some ways I have been so confident and driven and directed because I've just deflected it. So anyone who's tried to say anything to me, I've deflected it and been like, fuck you. We're not, you know, I don't trust your opinion. I don't respect you. But what that's also done is meant I don't have a lot of close friends because I don't, I don't want to listen to other people's opinions because I deflect it because it makes me feel so disempowered, right? So actually what shame is, is not about avoiding people that make you feel shame. It's not about avoiding being shamed. Actually, what it is, is about empowering yourself to be able to set boundaries and it's empowering yourself enough to know that it's bollocks. And so if you find yourself trapped in this feeling of shame, the first step is to identify where it's come from. This is not about apportioning blame to anyone. It's not about, you know, putting that out there and saying, oh, this is the reason I am this way is because of this person, because actually what you're then doing is creating a more disempowered state, a more victim mindset. But actually understanding where something comes from, just like we do with limiting beliefs in the Build Your Belief Bundle, right? It's so, so important to understand how something came about so that your logical brain, your analytical mind can rationalise it and say, okay, that makes sense. So how do I move past it? Because otherwise you just feel like you're stuck in this place and you don't know how to get out of it. But when you realise how you got in it, you're then also able to see the triggers that you've still got surrounded by you, still able to identify the other people that make you feel a certain way. And then it gives you tools to go, okay, cool. So when I'm around this person, I need to make sure this boundary is up. Or I need to, you know what, the reason I'm not close to this person is because they said this thing once and I need to let that go and forgive that because they're not the reason I'm in shame, right? So when it comes to kind of handling shame, I think self-shame is the worst. And that's where I've been. Nobody else has been shaming me. You know, everyone else around me is like, I love you, you're amazing. Why can't you see yourself how we see you? And that is because I've created this scenario where because I was so used to being shamed and that shame almost became part of my identity. And by that, what I want to say is this, that person who made me feel shame never did it intentionally. I truly believe that. It's just how they were, right? What that then meant was when we were no longer together, I stepped into a massive place of power and the subsequent eight years from that created massive success, massive momentum, massively confident, massive life transformation. So I think because I was almost thankful and grateful for that experience to get me where I am today, I think I allowed that mindset behavior to change. I think I thought that being hard on myself or shaming myself would keep me in a place of power and it's complete and utter bollocks. So what I've worked out is that doesn't serve me. Keeping myself in a place of shame doesn't fucking serve me. And it doesn't fucking serve you, babe, either. And I'm really aggressively passionate about it because I can't believe that I've ultimately let myself live in this bit of a place of misery for the past eight months, maybe even longer, because I've been shaming myself about an illusion of where my life should be. And so regardless of someone's perceived success on the outside, know that it's only irrelevant. Like your view of their life is irrelevant if their view of their life isn't ideal. If my view of my life isn't pure happiness and gratitude and joy and when, where I want to be or I'm on the way to where I want to be, your opinion of that is basically invalid. And I want you to understand that. So when you know someone who's in shame, your opinion of them cannot change their opinion of themselves. It can absolutely make them feel better. It can be a compliment in the moment. It can be a buffer, right? But it cannot change how they feel about themselves. So whether that's negative or positive, someone you know is depressed, or someone you know is struggling, you cannot change their opinion of themselves. Only they can do that. 
this is something that I know to be true because it doesn't matter what people have said to me about who they am or what I'm capable of. And I know I, all those things make logical sense because I felt like it wasn't enough. No, nothing anyone else said could change how I felt, right? So changing how I felt has come to forgiving the person who started this process for me. It's also meant a process of forgiving myself. It's also meant a process of letting go of the things that I thought I should have by now, letting go of the shoulds. And I always say, fuck the shoulds. So I don't know why I was trapped in this cycle, right? Like I found myself so trapped in this cycle of should, and honestly, it's toxic. So by releasing the shoulds and actually focusing on the desire and what I want, and that's a big part of the Buddha Belief Bundle and the Ultimate Mindset Makeover actually, is focusing on the desire and what I want, what then I'm able to do is I'm able to take those first steps because when we catch ourselves up in shoulds, it's such a disempowering state of being, it's really, 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 really hard to then be able to take that first step because then what happens is fear steps in and goes, fuck you. So for me, battling shame and fear is not the answer. It's about surrendering to the fact that you're in shame. It's about surrendering to the fact that you're in fear and then recognizing where that comes from, why it comes from, why you're not safe. And we do so much work on this, especially in next level life on all around fear and forgiveness. And so for me, I know that all this has meant it's just been a powerful reminder to do my own work. I've been back through my courses. I've been back through these recent bundles and been like, yep, and I worked out there was a module missing and I've added it to the bonus content for free for all of my three mini courses and my major course because I know that when I go through something, I'm meant to teach it. I became a personal development teacher and a mindset coach because of the fact the journey I'd been on, the stories I'd been on. You know, all of the girls that came into my coaching business in Team Superfox in the early days when there was a fitness element to it too, were all girls who'd been through traumatic breakups or were going through one. That was me. That was my identity. It was my story. I went through a phase where I launched um, before my next level life course was called Making the Shift. And I launched a wave of it. And it was used to be a coached program, like coach week on week. And I basically launched that program. And I was going through a stage where I was misusing alcohol massively to manage my state and emotions. And all of the people, and I was going through my divorce at the time. And all of the people that came into that wave of the coaching were getting divorced or separating from a long-term relationship and were misusing food or alcohol. And I was like, that's not a fucking coincidence, right? And so just know that like, when I speak, speak and when I teach and my courses, it's from a fucking experience. It's not from a silver perch. I'm sat here as somebody that's a human, having a real human experience. And as I say on my Instagram bio, right? I'm a real girl with, it's real work ethic. This is real stories, real truth, no bullshit, no fluff and no hype. And the reason that I'm like that is because if I hype you beyond where you're ready to go, if your belief system doesn't stack up, if your story inside doesn't stack up, if you're living in shame or fear and you're caught in a cycle, all that's gonna happen is when you don't, then you're, I'm building you up to be on a house of sand, right? And then that house of sand collapses, the shame is even worse. And so what I'm all about is I'm help, about helping you build your own foundations to your future, your own foundations on your mindset. And that absolutely starts with doing that inner work. So I hope me sharing this with you has been insightful. I hope that there's been something about this that you've resonated with. I'd love to hear from you on social media or at Lucy at LucySuperFox.com. I'd love to know if this story resonated with you. And I guess I just want to know, tell you what's on the other side. You know, I want to let you know that once you release the shame, there's just a feeling of lightness, a feeling of trust, a feeling of faith and a feeling of certainty. And for me, that has not been present in my life for the past eight to 12 months. And now that I've released all of that and I've let myself kind of tell a new story about where I want to go and I'm focused on my desires and what I want rather than being focused on where I should be or what should have happened or what shouldn't have happened or what I should have done, 
I'm now in a position to go cool. Well, I didn't do that. So let's release the past and let's move forward in the future in the direction of my goals and my dreams. So that's it for this week's The Way I See It. I look forward to seeing you on the next episode.